What with the rejections, the fretting over sales, and the relentlessness of the Amazon axe grinders? Really, John Tebbett? Really? It's easy to forget that writing books is one of life's more enjoyable experiences. Over the course of my writing career, I've been fortunate enough to have banked a number of treasured moments. Shortly after my first novel was published, I told a work colleague about it, quite possibly in an attempt to explain away my increasing disinterest in work. About a week later, I was greeted with the news that they had seen someone reading my book on a train. What do you think, they'd asked, and been told, this is exactly how it was. At that moment, I couldn't have been happier. Since then, I've veered into writing that is experimental in nature and would be astonished, even perturbed, if anyone described my work in that way. But this book was set in a very particular subculture of the recentish past, and as such, I was delighted by the reference, presumably from someone who was there, to its representational veracity. Sometime later, I was on the receiving end of an entirely different observation about the same novel. Wandering around a music festival, a fellow pointed a camera at me. You wrote that book, didn't you? He said. I did, I said, thrilled. Did you like it? I'm not sure, he said. And although he convincingly hid any fanboy excess behind a look that might be described as unnerving, it was another memorable encounter. However, for all of these incidents were, on one level at least, deeply gratifying, I don't think they're my most treasured. Although it's a source of satisfaction when I write something that chimes with an individual's perspective, or might go on to, it's when my work goes beyond the most obvious dynamics of the writer-reader relationship that the experience of being a writer becomes most pleasurable. There is, for example, little better than securing a testimonial from a peer you admire. I've been fortunate enough to receive endorsements from several near heroes of mine, and each time it's resulted in a week of springing about the place. Appearing on Radio 4's open book was another heartening distraction, while reviews in the national press have been a cause of morning fizz. Then there are those singular occurrences that, even in isolation, make it all worthwhile. I once had a story reprinted by an art gallery to compliment their summer show, Vanley Burke. But for me, the pick of the lot was hearing a song that had been written about my work. The song is called The Birmingham Poets. It's the title track of an album by a consummately literate band called Matthew Edwards and the Unfortunates. It's very good. I sometimes play it and it suggests my books have found a place in the culture at large, however transient or ephemeral this may be. And it means, at least with regard to my writing, I'll die a happy man.